Reports are out there saying that Kyrie Irving reached out to LeBron James to form a super team with Luka Doncic on the Dallas Mavericks. And you know what? If you're a Pelicans fan, you want this trade to happen. I'll explain. It's Tuesday's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, we were going to do a show on the most intriguing draft prospects, but that might need to be tomorrow because... Oh boy, do I want LeBron James traded to the Dallas Mavericks so badly. And I'll explain why. And it's also going to allow us to talk about the new CBA and future draft picks that the Pelicans control as well. So it's relevant to you, Locked On Pelicans listener. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. No one else comes to you like this completely free, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. All your questions are answered here. So become an everyday or never miss an episode. And if you want to support the channel, other than listening five days a week, comment down below on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So let's get right on into this one as Shams drops a little bit of a bomb on us on a Tuesday morning. Kyrie Irving reaching out to LeBron James saying, Hey, why don't you come join me and Luka Doncic on the Dallas Mavericks? This in theory, sounds terrible for the Pels, right? A division rival super team that on paper sounds really good. Luka, Kyrie, and LeBron. Look, honestly, even though I'm not a big Kyrie fan at all, except for today, thank you for this, Kyrie. Like him as a player enough. And that sounds terrifying on paper, but have you watched these NBA playoffs. Have you looked at the two teams in the finals? Did you listen to the show I did comparing the Denver Nuggets to the New Orleans Pelicans and the lessons the Pelicans maybe need to learn? That lesson applies to everyone in the NBA right now. It's not just simply the Pelicans. It's almost every single team in the NBA needs to kind of take note of that because team building is changing a little bit. We're not in the super team era. Right now, you need depth, chemistry, familiarity with one another, as the Denver Nuggets did. The point I was making in that show on the Denver Nuggets is, with the injuries to guys like Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., them having disappointing playoff series, they could have blown that team up. In fact, there are people calling for them to blow that team up, and they stuck with it, and now they're in the NBA Finals, first time in franchise history, and still, despite it being 1-1, favored to win it all. And if they had blown it up too early, well, that doesn't work. And because those guys are so familiar with one another, because the coach has been there a long time, they're having success that they've never seen before. Also helps when you have amazing players. If you look at the Dallas Mavericks 
to blow up the entire team to trade for LeBron James. Yeah, you have three really good players, but what's that do for you? You need depth. You don't have the chemistry there. You don't have the familiarity with one another there. Look at a team like the Phoenix Suns. How'd that go for them this year? We'll see next year. But they were massively disappointing after trading all of their depth for Kevin Durant. And that was a big part of the reason why they lost to those Denver, that Denver Nuggets team. You need that. So for them to blow that up, okay, okay. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Luka Doncic would count next season for $133.9 million. The salary cap is 134. And this is going to lead into when I talk about the CBA in the next segment, because this is a good way to bring this up and to look at where the how that's going to kind of change the way the league looks in coming years and where the Pelicans are kind of positioned for that and why you want other teams to kind of go for it now. This is about timing your window to try and really be competitive and to win a title, which is probably going to lead into something I want to talk about this week or next of when should the Pelicans truly open that title contending window? Is it open now? Should it be opened in the future? How do you kind of plan this out and time this? Because I do think it's very relevant to this team right now. So yeah, trade LeBron James to Dallas. That team's going to do nothing. They won't win a title. They'll make the playoffs. But they're one injury away from just being terrible. And at that point, they'll have no future assets to rebuild. They'll have no depth, no money to spend too because of how punitive the new CBA can be. And they're going to be in a bad spot. How much longer does LeBron have in the tank? We've been saying this for years, and this is why I don't really say this very much because he's proven he has it. But y'all, that team is like one moment away from just a complete implosion explosion I'm not really sure and on the flip side for the Lakers I mean they're not good then you take LeBron off that team is Anthony Davis going to carry them to the title to a playoffs we know that that he's not going to do that we've kind of accepted you're always wanting a little bit more from him and he's not delivering that so you're not going to get a title contending team out there and we'll look more at the Pelicans future draft picks in the third segment we'll also look at the Bucks picks too and the Pelicans still kind of control the Lakers pick for the next two seasons if they want. It's not a pick swap. They just get a pick, but they get to choose which one. And I'll explain more of that. And so this could open the door for the Lakers to all of a sudden become bad and actually have the Pelicans able to capitalize in a way that they weren't able to do this year with a pick swap because the Lakers figured it out. They just figured it out with a team that actually has a decent amount of depth, made a run to the Western Conference Finals, and would then just blow it up and not be nearly as good. I love it. I love it. Tim Hardaway Jr., some of those other guys that they could trade, that's not going to do it for that, that Pelicans team or that Lakers team at all. I love the idea of the Lakers trying to add a bunch of not good depth onto that team and not have an actual superstar capable of carrying you. All of this, even if it sounds like you don't want LeBron James traded to the Mavs, would only, I think, work out well for the Pelicans and help them with their timing on when to truly be competitive because of the way the CBA is coming into play in subsequent years. Let's look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on 
Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Game Time. Don't get stressed out trying to buy tickets at the last minute. Are you getting the right price? Are you should be looking at multiple sites? How do you juggle doing all of that? Just go to the Game Time app because they make it easy. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has tickets as deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And if you're bored and you're not sure what to do over the weekend, they have exclusive flash deals on literally everything. Concerts, comedy, theater, basketball games, football games. You want to find what's going on in your city in New Orleans? Get on the Game Time app. Look up something fun. You'll probably be able to get a great price. Go to that event, and all of a sudden, Friday night is awesome. And the Game Time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off, download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. No one else comes to you like this, breaking down the biggest stories around this Pelicans team. And yet today it is actually LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Luka Doncic. And why? It'd be a good thing for the Pelicans if this trade happened. And look, to be honest with y'all, this trade's not happening. It's not going to happen at all. Unless LeBron James threatens to retire whatever the Dallas Mavericks could offer the Los Angeles Lakers isn't good enough for them to trade LeBron James. But if it's retirement or the trade, well, then they'll do that. But that's not going to happen. So it's not really a thing. I just think it's funny to talk about, but it gives me an excuse to talk about the collective bargaining agreement and look at future draft picks that the Pelicans own and what this could potentially do to a Bucks team. And there is an impact on that as well. So, of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen because that's what we do here. Subscribe. And follow along on YouTube if you want to support the channel. Become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday as we do it here every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For your next show, by the way, if you want draft coverage today, go check out NBA Big Board. Locked On NBA Big Board. Some of the best hosts. They were all at the Combine doing everything. So, LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. It sounds bad, but it'd actually be good for the Pelicans. It'd be good for the Pelicans because the new CBA that's coming in This thing, we're still getting some of the details out about it and seeing how this will come into play. But one of the things that you see right now that's kind of been a theme from analysis of it, and I agree with all of this, is if you're a contending team that's spending money right now, this moment, this season, next season, this thing's going to crush you. This thing's going to crush you if you're already in the luxury tax, let alone deep into the luxury tax. And to do a trade like this and be somewhat competitive, Dallas would need to be like, right, like just deep on in there into the luxury tax. That's going to close your window to competing for a title so quickly. This CBA is designed to break up high spending teams and force you into a rebuild and create more parity throughout all teams in the NBA. There's stiffer repeater tax penalties. So the time that you're in the luxury tax for You know, if you're in there multiple years or two out of three years, so on and so forth, we don't need to get into the specifics of it. It gets much more punitive and all of a sudden teams get more expensive because you're spending like $3 per dollar spent in there. And then there's essentially an actual hard cap, which doesn't quite exist in the NBA, that if you spend over a certain amount of money, it more or less takes away any team building options you have and you're stuck with the team that you do have. And that's it. So you can't really 
change much with your roster other than getting rid of players. And that's not an easy thing to always do, to just dump guys like that. So if you try and go for it now and you're a real expensive team, your window right now is like two years and then three years maybe. You're going to have to kind of tear it down and start this process all over again and building back up from the bottom. Let the Mavs go through that. That team, after trading for Kyrie, after trading in theory for LeBron James, would have nothing, nothing left. That's it. You don't win a title within two years. That team is in trouble for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Love it. Love it as a division rival. Wouldn't actually, might hurt the Pelicans in the short term, but it wouldn't hurt them in the long term. And that's where you look at the Pelicans in relation to this CBA. And them being cheap, and let's call it what it was, in dumping Devontae Graham and using four second-round picks to do so, two, really two second-round picks to dump him, two to bring on Josh Richardson, was, maybe it's somewhere in the math with that, kind of smart. They were not ducking the tax this past season. They were ducking the tax for this coming season. And not wanting to start that repeater tax clock kicking in and kind of timing when, in theory, they might, and we don't know if they would do this for sure, go into the luxury tax. We don't know for sure because they're one of two teams in NBA history to never pay the luxury tax. So if they're going to do it, they're not going to do it very long and very often. They should. I've been on record saying, spend the money, right? It's not my money. Spend it. But I also understand that's not realistic, so we need to look at and discuss this team of how they strategically should do it if it's not an actual option for them to do it all the time. Well, it's not the next two years to probably pay it, or at least not this coming season. And there's bigger discussions had about potentially trading away a guy like Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, or CJ McCollum, and we'll do that this week or next when we talk about Scoot Henderson, someone I believe the Pelicans are really, really, really high on. So timing this right with the CBA is important. And to me, that says that I don't think the Pelicans window for true title contention is open right now. I think they want to wait and see how everything kind of plays out and what the landscape around the league might look like, because it's going to be very, very different than it is this season. The roster is getting expensive. You have to manage that into everything that you do. And if you can wait out a few of these teams that are going to kind of crescendo at the top and then go on a downswing the Celtics are definitely one of them too the Bucks could be one of them we'll talk about that next and the Golden State Warriors if you can outlast some of those teams you're in a great spot because when they're on the downswing you start coming up and that's when all of a sudden the window is even more open because there's not as many title contending teams there's not as many teams in the league that could have could have as bright of a future as the Pelicans so the CBA stuff with a trade like this it would be foolish for the Dallas Mavericks to trade for LeBron James. There's very few times I would say don't trade for a guy like LeBron James, even at this age and stage of his career. Right now, that's one of them. And with the Lakers owing so much money to guys like Anthony Davis, big extension coming for Rui Hachimura, can they, are they going to kind of be in the Pelicans position where you're paying all this money to guys and you're like, oh, but we're not a true title contending team. And then do they have options to kind of change things up? Maybe they'd have some picks then, but they're still not in a tremendous spot with some of the talent that they would have. So again, this trade, this hypothetical trade that will not happen of LeBron James to the Dallas Mavericks forming a super team with Kyrie and Luka. Yes, please. 
Yes, please, you want that to happen if you're a Pelicans fan because I think it just makes the Pelicans window for title contention even bigger given that they're... The Pels are somewhat well-positioned for the coming CBA, the luxury tax, and all of that, looking like they could be timing it well. might not work out that way, but they're at least in better position than a lot of other teams are right now. The Celtics have to blow up this team without ever getting a title from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, Horford Smart, and that kind of core. It's disappointing, it feels like, right? But they might be forced to. We don't want to see that happen to the Pelicans just just yet. You want to at least kind of open that window at the right time. And I think they're in position to do it. But there's also draft pick considerations for this as well. The Bucks, the Lakers. Let's look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans brought to you by Prize Picks. Every day of the NBA Finals, one Prize Picks user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern will randomly be selected each day, and whoever placed that entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts: you get all six correct, one million dollars; five correct picks, eighty thousand; four correct picks, sixteen thousand. Full details can be found at prizepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for the million dollar entry. And once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal and you could be the lucky winner. And PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. You look at your players, you, you pick six, two to six players and you look at their PrizePix projection and it's more or less than that number. Use your sports knowledge above that, below that. It's that simple and you're not competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget, enter promo code LOCKDOWN and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team Looking at why a trade to the Mavs for LeBron James would only be a good thing. Then allows us to talk about other topics that are in relation to the Pelicans. Pro tip for all of you aspiring podcasters, you got to make it relevant to the team you cover. And that's what we're doing here. So this allows me to talk about this trade, but in relation to the Pelicans, which is the focus and not just kind of laughing at what this really could just be, which is a disaster. So. Let's look at other ramifications on the Pelicans for this one. The first one would be, if LeBron's traded and the Lakers are not great, the Pelicans still control one pick from the Lakers. It is not a pick swap like this past year was. What they have this coming year or next year is the option to defer. They own one Pelicans pick or one Lakers pick unprotected unprotected and it can they choose whether it is in 2024 or 2025 they choose which one that they want to have the end of the season they might look at the lakers and the lottery and be like we're just going to take the pick right now the lakers might win the title next year they won't they could but you get what i'm saying and that picks 30 out of 30 in the first round they go no we'll wait and even then if the Lakers are still a playoff team in 2025, you know what? It's not going to be as bad as the 30th pick or it can't get worse than that at the very least. And you still own one unprotected Lakers pick 
that is either in 2024 or 2025 with the Pelicans having the right. They could defer the 24 pick to the 25th pick. So if the Lakers are bad all of a sudden, well, you get that unprotected pick and that's only going to be a good thing for New Orleans. So there's still ways to improve the roster with some assets. We maybe went a little too overboard with the pick swap, but at one point the Lakers were spiraling out of control this year. So you never know what might happen, and they're kind of a team that's one injury away from being in a rough spot. We also heard LeBron James say he's thinking about retiring. Maybe he simply just needs a year off to recharge, go watch Bronny play at USC for the year, then come back. means you might want to take advantage of the 2024 pick. So the Pelicans still want bad things to happen to the Lakers and for them to not be good. The Bucks picks, though, start to come into play these seasons. This year, in 2024, the Pelicans have the right for a pick swap with the Bucks, And then next year, they also have the Bucks pick, which was actually traded and kind of depends and is used and involved in the pick in the deal for C.J. McCollum. But they then still have pick swaps with the Bucks after that and a 2027 Bucks first round pick. So here's what the way I look at the Bucks stuff. The Bucks are still going to be good, despite losing in the first round to the Miami Heat, which looks less bad now, given the Heat are in the finals and just tied that series up 1-1. They might feel a little desperate. Appease Giannis, new head coach coming in. All of those things make a splash and be competitive. Well, if LeBron James is somehow, and it won't, again, won't happen, traded to the Dallas Mavericks... Do they feel they need to get in an arms race and kind of do something similar? Do they try and make a big move and go all in on a a top-heavy roster? And we've seen that maybe that's not the way to win a title right now. Depth is rather important. So if they go all in, and they don't have much depth to begin with, trade away key guys. Could could they sign and trade Brooke Lopez in a deal for another star And does that actually make them much worse? And if that's the case, all of a sudden, the Pelicans are looking at some potentially good Bucks picks if they kind of implode and do this wrong because they get scared of what other teams are doing. So you want the Bucks to feel a little bit nervous, like they're on the hot seat, like they need to do something. And that could be coming if a LeBron James trade happens. I think it's a long shot. I think they're run pretty well to know what they want to do, but they're thin. And we've seen, in my opinion, that's not the way to go. Continuity is important. So keeping that same Bucks team there and just steadily trying to improve could be great. And honestly, this Kyrie Irving stuff with LeBron James is all leaked to put leverage on the Lakers, to put leverage on the Dallas Mavericks too for all of those things, or maybe even get Kyrie to Los Angeles, which would maybe completely blow them up too. So that's also a good thing. This is this type of news is only good for the Pelicans. Can't hurt them at all, even if nothing ends up coming from it. Picks could be in a good spot, could demolish a couple of other teams. I'm excited about all of that. Let me know what you think in the comments down below. This is just a leverage play, or do you want to see, do you not want to see LeBron traded to the Mavs? Do you want to see him traded to the Mavs? It's going to be a fun offseason. I'm looking forward to it. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Pelicans because we cover it every single day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Let's look at the three most intriguing guys the Pelicans could take at 14 coming up in tomorrow's show.